Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yep. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- I a bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate- some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Grocery. And we know we're winding down 2023. <laughs> but that doesn't mean there aren't exciting things happening over here at Game of Roses. <laughs> Today, in fact, later this afternoon, you're going to want to tune in to YouTube to see the parasocial play of the year. We're going to be breaking down all the top plays in a March Madness style bracket. Oh, yeah, I've done some of those plays. Did you see my twerking? I did, Nick. I saw yeah. uh, Natalie came out and was doing some twerking on uh, another podcast that you guys went on. 
Yeah, well, you know, after winning World Sassiest Soldier, you know, I think me and the wife are just, I mean, the girlfriend, the fiance, are just ready to stay in for the holiday and just relax. Just go down into my tea cellar and see, see if I can find anything. Hey, that sounds like a great plan there, Nick. But I'm not resting at all. In fact, I'm getting ready for January 5th. I know it's the day after the Golden Wedding, but it's also a big day for Game of Roses. You're not going to want to miss the episode that comes out on January 5th. Game of Roses? I've seen that face before. (laughs) Welcome to Game of Roses. We're having a little fun, (laughs) in case you couldn't tell. It is the end of the year. This is our last twibbon before... 2020 gore begins and uh we do have a big thing coming up later on today later on this afternoon on youtube as grocery said there we're going to be doing the parasocial play of the Mm -hmm. year counting down all the greatest plays that have taken place over 2023 on the parasocial networks and uh you're going to be voting on them anybody who tunes into that youtube live you get to vote in a march madness style bracket between two plays the winner moves on to the next bracket so on and so forth and we will ultimately crown the parasocial play of the year there's some heavy hitters in there uh i can't wait to see who wins i feel like this is going to be a much closer bracket than last Mm. year i think today if you're listening to this friday december 22nd at 4 p.m pacific time that's 7 p.m eastern time I mean, we've got this Braden Bowers and Christina Mandrell late season push yeah. in the game. We've got um, the the Golden Bachelor cropping out half of mm. the Demon Dealer, Diamond Dealer, <laughs> Neil Lane. <laughs> That's going to win Fair Social Play of the Year. I can't. I mean, it may. We're not voting on this. It's you. It's everybody in the pit voting. Look, Tino's dad was in the finals last year for his Facebook post. I mean, it was a great post. Anything can happen at the potties. That's true. That is true. A gentleman's 5-6. And also, like Grocery said, January 5th, we have a very special episode coming out, and you definitely are going to want to tune in for that. One more update. We played a parasocial proposal scream on this podcast Mm -hmm. in our last episode, and we do have an update from the live show. The proposal was said yes to. The couple are happily engaged Thank you for screaming and letting us join in this special moment. Love in the pit. Uh, What could be better than that? Um, But we sincerely also thank all of you for coming on this ride with us this year. We're going to do our last twibbon of the year here. And we have some huge things planned for 2020 gore, including more, um, how shall we say, influence over the game. Hmm. January 5th. I can't wait for that date in time. Right after the golden wedding, January 4th. Yeah, the day after, literally. Uh, But let's begin this twibbon as we begin all twibbons with Game Game of Roses. Roses. State of the game. All right, we want to talk in this state of the game kind of about where we are in reality TV generally. What has 2023 meant? And where are we headed in 2024? We just got... This uh, video came out, this promotional video for Grazi's upcoming season of The Bachelor, in which we got to meet uh, Joey's 32 potential wives, at least in a video format. Now, I made a little a post mm-hmm. about this on my Instagram stories. I loved this video. I did, too. I absolutely loved it. And it 
to me, as I said in my Instagram story, it felt once again like the people making the product give a shit about the quality of the product. Effort was put into this, some kind of forethought. It actually looks mm -hmm. good. Uh, the video is, it's all of these women, all 32 of them, kind of doing fun little dances to camera with their names and ages and stuff up on the screen and uh, a fun kind of pop song playing, like scores the whole thing on repeat. Yeah, they all do like one dance by themselves and one dance with a tennis racket. So we're we're never leaving that theme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tennis is going to be featured heavily. I, I feel like this is, tennis for Grazi is going to be cars uh, as they were to Ari. Oh, 100%. Do you think we're going to get some tennis PTCs? Hit in the head by a ball? I could see something like that. Tennis PTCs. I got hit once. I played one season of JV tennis and my friend Sarah was my doubles partner and she served the ball into the back of my head. Oh, damn. That's rough. <laughs> you know, my mom was a uh, college standout tennis player. She was nationally ranked and I think probably could have gone mm. pro. Unfortunately, she became, and this is her PTC and her IFI, she became pregnant with me. I destroyed her career. You are the PTC. I am the PTC Dang. and I am the IFI. Um, that's where it all started. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's a necessary conversation for another pod. Exactly. This video, I got to say I loved it. It is extremely reminiscent of a very similar player introduction video put out by Love is Blind this past season, except in the Love is Blind one, the players actually speak into the camera as well and say a little something about their backgrounds or what they're looking for or whatever. Uh, we didn't get that with Bachelor, but we are a step in that direction, which is the right direction in terms of promotion of this upcoming season. Like I said, I feel like it just, it looks very much like the people making the show are excited about the show again, that they are putting some effort into this instead of just shitting out a poorly Photoshopped, you know, single image or not even. In most cases, when they do these player reveals, it's like on a fucking Facebook page somewhere, and it's just a cobbled together, like, uh, smattering. It's DLP on a broken TikTok screen. <laughs> yeah, it's shit like that. I mean, they've they've done a very bad job of the promotion of the incoming rookies in the past four or five seasons. It has always just felt like slapped together last minute, like, oh, yeah, we should do something. Here, fucking just shit this out on a Facebook page. This looks highly produced, highly polished. Forethought mm -hmm. was put into it. This is part of a marketing schedule that I think they are paying attention to and putting real effort into. The It's kind of uncanny because it's not, they're not speaking, but you do feel like you get a feel for their personalities through it. Absolutely. It's almost better than the speaking, in my opinion, because it's like, I don't know if it's better. I, I do like to see them speaking. Let me recant that. But what I like about this <laughs> is they are telling these players to make this video. There's a producer sitting in a chair. There's a camera on the player. They're on a set with a cyclorama behind them. And the producer says, we need to get 30 to 45 seconds of you dancing and showing us your personality. That's all the direction they're probably given. And they're doing it. And I think that it it really does show in the same way that you can look at a person's Instagram and kind of be like, what are they going to be like on reality TV? That dance is kind of that as well. It's like, show me what you got. Can you make your personality come through just this simple task of dancing with a tennis racket in a rose? 
Some of them can. Yeah. Some of them you're like, fuck. Some can. Right, that's they're good. I can't wait to see what they do. Some can, and some seem like they'll be night one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you you can get that feeling from from it. just a tiny dance. Yeah. And by the way, we will be breaking down all these players' Instagrams and stuff uh, in the two weeks leading up to uh, the premiere on on the twenty second. So we're looking at uh, that second week in January, third week in January. Our Tuesday episodes in those weeks will be the the Instagram breakdowns. January 9th and 16th. Those will come out. So another thing that we wanted to do in today's state of the game is this is our end of the year podcast. We are going dark for two weeks, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, taking some n- much needed R&R in possibly the last off season of all time. And... We wanted to talk about, you know, the good and the bad of this year. What has Opto 2023 brought us? What hasn't it brought us? What were our favorite shows of the year that we did in the corners and palapas, et cetera? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm going to be writing an article, too, uh, coming out called The State of Bachelor Nation. That'll be out sometime in mid-January, probably. Uh, just kind of like recapping what 2023 meant in terms of our franchise. But some of the stuff that's going to be in there, I'm happy to talk about now. How many words? I believe this one's going to be 1,500. I don't think it'll be as long as the other one because I'm not going back through the whole history of the <laughs> TV show that's been on the air for 25 years. But uh, I will say this. This year saw the most significant things that happened in our franchise were the removal of Mike Fleiss, the creator of our beloved game, uh, I think that that is going to have a drastic positive effect on the show for the next years to come. We've already seen that it is mm-hmm. in Charity Lawson season 20. That to me was kind of like, that's the first season produced without his uh, kind of vibe being in the mix. And it was fantastic. Yeah, we had Bachelor 27 with Zach Shawcross, but that the only change was that they changed the logo. Then Fleiss is ousted his loyalists were also ousted or something like that. Yeah. They did a real house cleaning and um, I think it shows. I think... Kufrin was ousted. Yep. That was a big thing that was a negative thing, I think. The Bachelor podcast went down, but with Mike Fleiss leaving, I think you saw in Charity Lawson season for the first time a produced show where the well-being, at least what was presented on screen, the well-being of the players and the lead were actually taken into account. It didn't feel malicious for the first time in a long time. All that said, mm-hmm. and obviously Golden Bachelor was huge. We saw Charity's personality. We saw Charity's personality. We saw a bunch of the players' personalities. Um, yeah, it was a very well-made season. And we have that couple still together, Charity and Dawson, a 4TRR, I mean, in in this franchise, a long-term relationship at this point. Yeah, exactly. And that led us into Golden, which is the best product I think ever made by this franchise. A gigantic rating success, a massive cultural movement, uh, a moment in in pop culture. And I think you're going to see it repeated on other networks. We're obviously going to get Golden Bachelorette next year. But then that fed into BIP9, which was arguably the worst product that this uh, franchise has ever made. Certainly the worst iteration of Bachelor in Paradise. It had the lowest ratings and not just the lowest in like a uh, network TV ratings or falling off a cliff type thing. It was substantially lower than it should have been, even with the trajectory of declining network TV. Poop Baby. Yeah, Poop Baby was a reason for that. But it also had to do with casting. They're casting almost exclusively night one players. 
along with Rachel Recchia and Blake Moines. And then you don't give Rachel Recchia a day. It was just misproduced. The season was mishandled. I mean, from beginning to end and it showed. And as a result of that, we now look to 2024. What are we guaranteed from our beloved game in 2024, AKA 2020 Gore? We are guaranteed Grazia Days season 28. Mm -hmm. We are guaranteed Lady on Grazia Days season for Bachelorette. We'll be Bachelorette. We are guaranteed another Golden Bachelor and another Golden Bachelor or and the first Golden Bachelorette. I think these are yes. those have not been ordered yet, but I think we are guaranteed these things. Reality Steve has reported that it looks like Bachelorette production is going to go straight into Golden Bachelorette mm-hmm. production with no we don't know where BIP is at this point. So I would guess then they're going to keep Golden Bachelor where it aired this year. And I think they're going to try to squeeze. I think it's going to be basically Bachelor, maybe a week or two off until Bachelorette, immediately Golden Bachelorette, immediately Golden Bachelor. And then I don't know if we get a paradise. Maybe they start picking like early on players for crown. It'll just always be the 11th place person now. Exactly. They might be in some situation like that. I'm not sure. Or they have to dip from the prior seasons. I could see something like that happening. I could see Moines Bachelor because of this. If they're doing production through the end of next year. Oh, I mean, after hearing your description of the promo, I feel like you might have manifested it into existence. (laughs) (laughs) That log cabin. That's how I make my predictions come true. I literally have to force them to become true. Uh, Dream. (laughs) You're like, here, I've already written the promo. I do think overall 2023 We had optimism. I don't know why, but it worked out. We had an embarrassment of riches. We had charity season. We had Golden Bachelor. Like, I feel reinvigorated for this franchise. I do too. Those two things made me very happy. It was it was getting dark. It was getting bleak within the nation. There was great play always happening. Every Mm -hmm. season has fantastic players. But how the show was being produced really since um, you know, 2020 with Bachelorette season 16, the fractured season, the bubble seasons. Since that started, it has been a dark time in the nation. And I think this year was the first time that we saw two products in Charity Lawson season 20 and uh, Golden Bachelor, Golden God Gary Turner's season one, the inaugural season of the Golden <laughs> franchise. Those two things for me put it back on the map as like, oh shit, they're doing good mm-hmm. things now again. I have friends watching Golden Bachelor who have never watched a Bachelor product. Yeah, exactly. I've also talked to several people, I will just say this, that because of Golden, it has reinvigorated their interest in the franchise as a whole, and they are now going back and watching old seasons and stuff that they haven't seen in a while or ones they might have skipped to try and like piece together their, their knowledge of it to get the whole history. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's obviously a good thing. And I think the reason that we were optimistic about 2023 was because it was so bleak. It seemed like it couldn't get worse, you know, in terms of how the, the producers were treating the show and stuff. <laughs> it felt like rock bottom. It did. And uh, I think getting Fleiss out of there was helpful. I am sad to see kind of what's happened to the the podcast tier. You've got Grocery and Serena hosting the new version of Clickbait, which is now called Bachelor Happy Hour. And that's it. That's all we got. Um, you know what I think the the producers of the podcast would do well to tap a couple of the players and be like, we want you to do an official Bachelor Nation podcast. We're going to be kind of hands off. 
We're going to give you some rules and regulations. You can say this. You can't say that. You make the show you want. Exactly. And all you got to do is stamp it with that official Bachelor Nation thing and let them do their thing. Like you could already do this with like all mm-hmm. those famous. You could absorb that into the official Bachelor Nation world. They're kind of already making it. And I think totally. like, that podcast is so well made, as is AFOG. We're, we're talking about almost famous OG with uh, Trista and Gingin. Those two podcasts are like very well made, very well done. Mm-hmm. They get all the right guests. You could do that same kind of format with other more um, recent players, I think. And that might be a way to go. I don't know. Which one do you think could be the new clickbait? Oh, God. I, there are so many combinations that you could put together. That I would have Braden Bowers for sure is the grocery of the new clickbait. Mm-hmm. Braden Bowers, Christina Mandrell. I don't know if you put a couple together. We're watching it happen mm. on happy hour. It doesn't work in my opinion. Yeah, and we don't want to we don't want to do anything to mess with that couple cuz I'm too emotionally um involved in it now. I know. Me too. If that couple dissolves, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. That's going to be a, that's going to be a bad time for me. I'm not going to be okay. But no, I I think that, you know, 2023 overall was good in our beloved game, and we also saw this kind of competition coming mm-hmm. from outside the game that I think was good for it because what we're seeing in this promo coming out is they are now very clearly trying to mimic Love is Blind, which they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Love is Blind is the more modern format. It Modernized. And that's good. So we saw uh, Sassiest Soldier came out. Season two came out. I did not watch the full season one. I saw some clips of it here and there. I was not that interested in it. This season had, of course, mm-hmm. Vial and Tyler Cameron on it. And I watched that. Had to. And they won, just like Hannah Brown did now. Both both American seasons have champions that are from our beloved game. And I was actually very surprised wow. by the show. I loved the show by the end of it. That's, I mean, that is insane in itself. That we have so many Bachelor winners of this army show. I know. <laughs> Season three what? will have to have a Bachelor player in it. I don't think they can not do that at this point, you know? I'm curious who it'll be. Ultimate Viking? Please. I think the Ultimate Viking would dominate this game because I think there's psychologically I want to see Ultimate Viking and Susie God Ultimate Viking and Susie I I think they both would win I just think they're both so mentally tough I don't like Clayton Eckerd what he's been through in this past year there ain't nobody who can fucking crack this man now Mm -hmm. oh my god oh my Gary yeah exactly (laughs) and physically obviously he's he's got the tools to blow through all these physical competitions we'll see what happens but uh that was a mm-hmm. great surprise to me this year as was f boy season three i never watched a full season of that until this season and i absolutely loved it katie thurston what she did in it was unparalleled i mean there was a scene in in this f boy season three where she basically breaks down uh i think they call it like the rules of reality tv or something and she's going through the love levels explaining like that there's a difference between i like you and i love you and you don't mm-hmm. say I love you on the second date and all this shit. And I'm just like, this is fucking incredible. It's on TV. She's explaining the love levels. Amazing. Um, Yeah, it was absolutely uh, a fantastic show. And I got to see some really good players, uh, especially in this guy named Benedict, I think was his name. Well, now you have to go and watch the earlier seasons because he's in them. Yeah, I feel like I probably will. But um, when, who knows? And it's very good. Like, I don't know. I also really, I love the host. I love the Dark Lord uh, Glazer. Nikki Glazer. You know, she's going to be at Tom Brady's Roast. Interesting. Airing May 22nd on Netflix, for those who might care. By the way, 
dropped another episode of Pace Cases Palapa Vanderpump Rules Season 1. Oh, nice. And another episode is going to be coming out in a few days, and I'm hoping to hit that finale shortly. Nice. I, I can't believe we're already at the Season 1 finale, but going back has been very rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have seven episodes left of Squid Game Challenge as well. I'll try to get those out over the next couple of weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're doing your own Squid Game right now, just trying to watch all the reality competition shows. You have no idea. <laughs> Watching the the licking episode where they had to lick the cookies, that was my personal Squid Game hell. We should also mention here at the end of the year, our biggest accomplishments this year, it was seeing the DLP sign in the audience at the Mentel All in Charity Lawson season. This was clear acknowledgement from the producers that they listen to our show, that they like our show, including mm -hmm. that shot in the edit. We can't thank whoever did that enough um, for including it. It's very specific. It doesn't feel like an accident or you could explain it away with coincidence. No, it was put in there for us. For the pit. Everybody who mm -hmm. listens to this show, you and me. I appreciate it. I did too. And um, I hope that our you know, influence over this and, and whatever kind of distanced relationship we might have with producers at this point is uh, you know, still maintained and perhaps even elevated. We shall see. We saw so many hoojus too. I feel like the respect of the subsport, I mean, charity referencing hoojus, practicing hoojus with Don for Dancing with the Stars. It's still not presented properly, though. And th this is something that I will say about the hooju. Any producer who's listening to this, if you want to know how to shoot them, I can literally give you the shot list. It's very simple how to shoot and cut them together to present them properly, because still too many hoojus are left without dismount. Too many hoojus are left like in the claim. POV. Oh my God. Yes. Put a GoPro on both of their fucking heads. <laughs> it's all played like a first person shooter. I'm just picturing it's on Gary's belt because yeah. we got some golden hoojus. <laughs> and then you just see like Teresa, like a flying squirrel. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a simple shot list. I can put it together for you. It's not difficult, but it needs to be adhered to so that when we see these hoojus, there is an objective way to rate them against one another. If I see, like, for example, Kelsey Weir, I think maybe had a perfect 10 in season 24. Unfortunately, there was no dismount footage. That footage exists. It just wasn't put in the fucking edit. doesn't make any sense to me. It's an implied 10. Yeah. Well, I think that... Opto 2023 has been a massive success. And so mm -hmm. I'm putting that same energy towards 2020 Gore. Absolutely. And I think some uh, pretty big things are going to happen. We have a special surprise on January 5th, which I am very excited about. Yeah. We're kicking off 2020 Gore in a way that is, um, I don't even know how to describe it really. It is unbelievable. unbelievable. It absolutely is. So please join us for that. I'm very proud of us. I am too. I think we had a great 2023 and 2020 gore, I think is going to be even better. So thanks again to everybody who's joining us for all this stuff. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products which are free from over 1,500 chemicals 
and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And OneSkin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, Canopy is dermatologist-recommended This unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to Canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. You got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go to I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt. And <laughs> my um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no rollback waistband. You want that. You don't want it to be rolling. You don't want it to be showing. And I'm hooked. I don't want to wear anything else. It's all got to go now. Well, this ad actually is kind of about that pace case. Everybody knows MeUndies <laughs> makes great underwear. It's in the name, Me Undies. But it's not just about underwear. You can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies, and a whole bunch more. And their Move Me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market. There's no doubt about it. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash roses. That's meundies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. Meundies. Comfort. From the outside in. Now, let's move on to... We don't have gains. 
because uh, nobody's Mm-mm. out there doing it. There are no games in session currently. Games take holidays. That's true. Uh, but Bachelor Nation News does not. This is... Bachelor Nation News. First up in Bachelor Nation News, The Traitors Season 2 is almost upon us. And to get the hype train moving down the tracks, Peacock released a brand new promo of the upcoming season that featured some of the all-star cast, which includes... I don't know. Some of these names I may mispronounce. My apologies. Bergie from Love Island, USA. I cannot believe it. This is the pro- in my mind the producer plant from that Love Island season. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, you've also got Chris C T Tamborello from the Challenge. Dan Giesling, Big Brother. Deontay Wilder, who is listed only as boxer. My Love Island UK goat Ekin Sue. Janelle Pierzina from Big Brother. Oh, my God. She's my big brother goat. Oh, my God. Oh, nice. Dang. Johnny Bananas Devenanzio, The Challenge. He's very well known. I remember watching him on The Challenge back in the day. John Burkow from UK Parliament. Kevin Kreider, Bling Empire. Larsa Pippen, Real Housewives of Miami. Hmm. Marcus Jordan, basketball player. I love when they just say that. It's like it just could be some guy at your gym. Is that Larza's partner, Michael Jordan's son, or isn't she dating some basketball player's son? I have no idea. Maxim Chermkovsky, Dancing with the Stars. Mercedes MJ, Javid Havid, Shahs of Sunset. Parvati Shallow, Survivor. She's one of my survivor goats. Oh, nice. Parvati. Peppermint from RuPaul's Drag Race. And you might have heard of this name, Popeye Peter Weber, The Bachelor. You might have also heard of this name, Phaedra Parks, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Huge. Sandra Diaz Twine, Survivor. Sheree Whitfield, The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh my God. I did not read this list before this. I have to watch this show. Tamara Judge, The Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh my God. They got three Real Housewives on there. Oh my God. This is huge. Trishel Canatella, Real World Las Vegas. Who I haven't heard that name in many years, but I did watch her season as it aired. Uh, Ari Lyondike Jr., the season 23 crown, was the only representative of our beloved game in the first season of the American version of this show. He lost to Siri Fields. Will Popeye Peter Weber do better than Ari? You'll have to get Peacock to find out when season two of The Traders premieres on January 12th. I might have to watch this one. Shoot. I have to watch it now. Uh, I wish I hadn't read this. Do we have to get Peacock now? Do I have Peacock? I think I already have it for some reason. Wrestling maybe or something? Will made me get it. I don't know. Up next in Bachelor Nation news, the fool of Bachelor in Paradise, Wells Adams, and the maker of Sundays with Joe Grocery have partnered (laughs) with Diageo's and with each other to promote a new ready-to-serve cocktail collection. While promoting their new SpawnCon venture, Adams offered this candid reaction to the end of BIP season nine. I reached out to production being like, when are we doing the after show? And they're like, oh, we're not doing one this year. 
Never has there been a time when I actually wanted some answers from all these people that have now broken up since the show ended. Within four business days after the December 7th finale of BIP Season 9, Kylie Russell ended things with Avon Jones on the grounds of infidelity. Kat Izzo and John Henry Spurlock dissolved their engagement. And uh, Eliza Isachi and Aaron Bryant announced their breakup the same day. Wells went on to say, I'm shocked about Aaron and Eliza. They were so cute and perfect for one another that, like, we kind of stopped filming them because then once you get really, really comfortable with somebody, you, you kind of get boring to watch. I thought for sure that I'm now slipping into grocery. I thought for sure that was going to be the next wedding we did on the beach. 100%. Don't stop. I don't know what I'm doing now. I'm just going to go back to my door. Okay, fine. I can't say that I'm super shocked with the cat and Henry of it all. I love them both. Don't get me wrong. But they're just such different people. I know opposites attract, but I don't know. You're like a welder, deep sea diver, and you're scared of water. This isn't going to work. <laughs> Why didn't we have him doing that uh, that roast at the, uh, the end of season prom? Oh, I guess it was a wedding. Yeah. Uh, grocery, on the other hand, admitted being unsurprised by the heartbreak at the end of BIP season nine. In his classic Windy City bravado, he noted, now I know what it feels like <laughs> for Michael Jordan to watch the Bulls, you know. It's the amateur hour out there being a success story from the show. Like, you root for people, but, I mean, you have to get lucky. Serena and I work because, I don't know, I just feel like we are meant to be. And I don't think that's as easy as people might think. It's not just perfect circumstances. We really do work well together. <laughs> and I don't know. You didn't really see that watching any of these couples. For Aaron and Eliza, as a viewer, oh, I felt like we were missing something the entire season. It just kind of felt, always felt very surface level when I watched it. Wales is there, so he sees more. Unfortunately, I'm just not shocked. I love that Grocery just shits on all these people. He's like, now I know what my it feels like for Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, to watch the current Bulls to see like who are not doing well. He's Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's comparing himself to the Michael Jordan of Paradise, basically. And maybe he is. That's maybe an apt comparison. Uh, like who is more successful in Paradise? Most improved from night one player to <laughs> clickbait host. He's one of the most important figures in the nation. Like, period. He's hosting the official fucking Bachelor Nation podcast. Mm -hmm. That's absurd. Nonetheless, uh, that was some interesting information, but we move on. Sorry if you couldn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of news this week, by the way. This is our last news story. It's a slow news week as everybody's taken off for the holidays. But up next in Bachelor Nation news, Kathy Swartz, who famously told the first Golden Ring winner Teresa Niss to zip it, is making headlines for some DMs she's been getting since her time in the historic inaugural season of The Golden Bachelor. During a recent appearance on Jana Kramer's Wind Down podcast, Kathy said of her post-show DMs, quote, I've had four, and one was a 32-year-old very good-looking dude, and I did have to point out to him that I have children older than he is. Then I had a 40-year-old baseball player, same note as the first guy. Then I had a daughter reach out on behalf of her dad. And her fourth DM, she said, was a flattering compliment from a man, quote, in his late 50s, who reached out to a mutual friend about her. Swartz revealed, quote, he said, she's so pretty, she might be too young for me. Perhaps one of these men in Kathy's DMs will be her date to the Golden Wedding, which will air on ABC Live January 4th 
uh, coverage of that event will be in Clues Corner. So be sure to tune in. Mm. It'll probably be out that day, honestly. It'll probably be out sometime later January 4th. Corners take no holidays. What? I didn't understand <laughs> what you said there. <laughs> corners take no holidays. <laughs> oh, corners. Okay. <sighs> Look, I'm going to be watching the wedding. You know, you got to. It's, a, it's the first ever. It's historic. I can't wait to hear what they got paid for it because we know the, the biggest paycheck in wedding history of our beloved game was Trista and Ryan, the first bachelorette wedding. One million dollars they made on that. One million. I don't know mm. if that kind of money still exists in the franchise to be thrown no around. Way. I don't think it does. But uh, I'm going to say they give them 200K, Michelle Young, Nate Olukoya number. I don't even know if they get that. Really? Yeah. I bet they get a paid for wedding and I bet they get maybe 50, maybe 100, maybe. Yeah, but the paid for wedding, they have to get at least 100. I don't know. I don't know. I hope they negotiated. I don't even know if we'll ever know that information, honestly, either. I don't know if it will ever truly come out because I think Hmm. like when that Trista thing came out, it was kind of like part of the marketing. It was like, look at this big, lavish thing. It's Mm -hmm. a million dollar wedding. This shit, like if it's chintzy, they don't ever want that number to be said. And it might be. I don't know. I think they're going to do it big because Golden is like their last chance to kind of Mm. pivot this thing. I think we're going to see Trista there. I think we're going to see a lot of big bachelor people there. Oh, fuck yes. You know Trista's going to be. Who do you think will officiate it? Do you think DLP is prestigious prestigious enough to officiate? Or is it going to be someone else? If they can get him to, I'm sure they would try. DLP? Yeah. Don't you want somebody bigger than that? Wow. Wow. Clues. <laughs> I'm just saying. Bigger than DLP? <laughs> Our Dark Lord? Yeah. Like, what if they could get, you know, uh, Anderson Cooper or something? I don't know. I don't know why he came to mind. Anderson Cooper. But- <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I don't think Anderson Cooper would be better than DLP. What if it's DLH? No chance. Absolutely not. No chance. He will never appear. I won't say never. I could see something happening with Bachelor like 25 years from now when it's like the Bachelor 50th anniversary where they put together some huge like extravaganza. Everybody from all the past seasons who meant anything and they do kind of a... um an acknowledgement of like what you meant to the game type thing. There's a a very familiar or a a very similar figure in major league baseball called Pete Rose. Do you know this guy? Mm -mm. He was known as Charlie hustle because he used to sprint. Like he would hit a ground ball and he would sprint to first base and dive headfirst into first base, which is like, no one does that. You just run through the back. I used to be known as Lizzie hustle. Really? No. (laughs) Oh, So anyway, Pete Rose was like a beloved figure in the Cincinnati Reds baseball team. And, um, you know, he was a good player. He turned out later to be the manager of the team. And then he got embroiled in this huge scandal because he got caught gambling on the fucking games he was playing and in coaching. And uh, that's obviously a huge no, no. Yeah. And so he got (laughs) essentially just like removed from Major League Baseball. He never made it into the Hall of Fame. But Um. now, as like many years have passed, there's kind of a, a call to have him reinstated into the history of the mm. game in some official way. And I could see something like that happening with Chris Harrison. Like enough time has passed. 
we will bring you back into the fold, at least in some kind of ceremonial capacity. I could see something like that happening eventually for him. But I don't think it's at the Golden Wedding. No, but I don't think he would. I think he'll be like, I'll go to the Golden Wedding if you give me a producer credit on Golden Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. I want 7% of Golden Bachelor. I don't think he's ever yeah. getting that. I think it would be like, again, when he's very old and it's a ceremonial kind of like, yes, you did host the first 25 seasons of this thing. Well, <laughs> enough of our dream wedding officiants. Mm -hmm. The next... Uh, Next portion of our program is where we discuss all the goings on the parasocial field. The parasocial play, 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 play of the week. Askin is working. The Askin crew made some holiday-themed parasocial content this week a parasocial Christmas card wishing everyone happy holidays in one of Kathy's Instagram videos, 22.3K views, 963 likes. They also posted a holiday tips reel of the squad on Susan's Instagram, including to bring a lonely neighbor cookies for the holidays. Caption, Christmas wish for all, hashtag golden bachelorettes, hashtag bachelor nation, hashtag team Susan. 4.3K likes and 99K views. Hashtag Team Susan. Staying power. At the same time, April Kirkwood put out her own solo album, including a reel in which Thank she you. wraps herself in wrapping paper under the Chiron, me wrapping my family's Christmas gifts. Caption. <laughs> the caption reads, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh... Smile. Mrs. Claus emoji. Mrs. Claus emoji, sparkle emoji. There's too many emojis. I can never see what they are. Jokes aside, I'm choosing to be <laughs> present this holiday season and fully embrace the quality time I get with my loved ones and the chances I have to make people feel special and seen during this chaotic time of year. Present emoji, star halo emoji. Would you say that? Yeah, shooting star emoji. Shooting star emoji, halo. Be the gift you want to receive. Winking kissy face emoji. Hashtag April Lynn Kirkwood. Hashtag the Golden Bachelor. Hashtag Golden Bachelor ABC. Hashtag Bachelor Nation. Hashtag Happy Holidays. Hashtag December. Hashtag Christmas. Hashtag gifts. Hashtag Christmas gifts. Hashtag family Christmas. Hashtag wrap me up. Hashtag gift wrapping. All those hashtags. But only 406 uh, likes, 9.9K views. More hashtags than likes here. Hashtag wrap me up. I think that's the only one you need. Golden <laughs> Crown, Gary and his ring winner, Teresa Nist, made a joint 4TRR dance play on Instagram in which they danced in front of a camera on Instagram reels to the song Islands in the Stream by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. The caption read, you do something to me that I can't explain. Hold me closer and I feel no pain. Every beat of my heart, we got something going on at Golden Batch ABC. 20.5K likes, 348,000 views. Great song. I love this content going into the wedding. Absolutely. They're, they're going to be milking it. Look for a lot of content from them over the next couple of weeks. Every day. All strong plays here, but mm -hmm. there can be only one winner and our parasocial play of the week goes to the ultimate Viking. Clayton Eckerd showed off his dance moves to the song 
Lovin' on Me by Jack Harlow in our Welcome to the Pit crew neck sweater. The caption reads, Vanilla Baby checking in, 8.2K likes, 521K views. Good job, Clayton. Love to see that. Uh, It was very surprising to see him in our beautifully designed gore crew neck sweater that is a picture of me and Pace Case drawn by Ella Tolkien. Designed by Ella Tolkien. Beautiful video, a beautiful shirt. I love to see it all. Congratulations to the Ultimate Viking. And the Dancing with the Stars auditions don't stop. He has not stopped dancing. He loves to dance and we love to watch him dance. Love this. When I was uh, a young man out here in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and I had my first internship, it was for an old movie producer named David Foster. Not the music guy, the movie guy. He made a bunch of movies back in the 80s. David Foster Wallace. Nope, not him either. (laughs) But (laughs) they do. They share two names. And uh, this guy was like this super old Hollywood, super gruff guy. Like he was producing movies in the 70s and shit. And he comes in one day. God, I'll never forget this. I had to get him every morning a blueberry muffin from the commissary and a a cup of coffee in the special Warner Brothers mug that he had with the handle had to be turned at a 45 degree angle, all this crazy shit. So I go in and I lay these things down on his desk and I come out and I've, I've like gotten everything ready and I'm sitting down at my desk and he comes in and he goes, you know what I just figured out? And I'm like, what? And he goes, people wanna see other people dancing. And then he just went into his office. This was one day. And I was like, what the fuck? But he's right. He's right. That's the lesson I've now learned from Clayton Eckerd. He figured out TikTok. He invented TikTok. Yeah. He basically invented TikTok before, you know, 20 years before TikTok or 30 years, I guess. I love watching people dancing. I mean, that brings yeah. it all around to, you know, what we opened this with, that Joey Grazia Day promo. Absolutely. Uh, David Foster was right. God rest his immortal soul. And we must also talk about some creatures this week. One creature specifically who was our winner of the Parasocial Creature of the Week, our final Creature of the Week award for 2023 goes to of course, Braden Bowers and his lovely dog, River. This week, Braden Bowers and his dog, River, enjoyed some playtime on the beach at sunset in a stunning and heartwarming video he posted to his Instagram this week. A brilliant play from a brilliant player and a brilliant creature. Hats off to you. Uh, Braden and River. And now it's time for Pace Case and I to, for the final time of 2023, descend to the bottom of the pit and issue forth our screams about how our fandom of our beloved game has radically altered our lives. This is Screams from the Pit! My scream, I was doing, you know, my current exercise routine which is walking around, walking Luca, Tony, and listening to Fourth Wing, Mm -hmm. this uh, Rebecca Yaros book about Dragon College. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see someone like park and get out of the car and, you know, kind of look at me. And I was like, what is going on? And... This person said, I'm in, are you Pace Case? I'm in the pit. And I was like, oh, hello. Yes, it is I. And uh, and we waved at each other across the street. And I just want to thank that, that pit dweller for saying hello 
Yeah, that's a great uh, a great little event, a great happening as a result of our dark energies here in the pit. Sometimes it feels like we are just us two doing this podcast, and that is a great reminder in the real world. It's not just us two. The pit is much bigger than us. We might have broke ground on the pit, just you and me, whatever it's three and a half years ago when we recorded uh, a recap of Hannah Brown's episode six to start this mm-hmm. whole thing off. <laughs> Little did I know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> Neither of us knew. And that's kind of the beauty of it, I, I think. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, that's what I like about podcasting is you just decide like, fuck it, I'm going to start doing this every week and you see where it goes. You see where it goes. And it's led us here. Follow my passions. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, this scream uh, this week, my last scream of 2023 is a very personal scream. You may recall at some point, I think on this show, I've talked about how I played Dungeons and Dragons with some old high school buddies from time to time. And mm-hmm. uh, we also just like shoot the shit when we're on these Zooms, talk about sports, whatever, largely sports, whatever sport is in season. In the middle of when you're playing or at the beginning and end? It's mainly at the beginning that we just like, you know, talk about our lives, what's going on and what is going, what we're watching, sports, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sports is a big topic in, in these, in these Zooms, especially for mm-hmm. the other dudes. And I've talked, I think on this very podcast about how when they start throwing out stats for football or <laughs> basketball, whatever's in season, I'll sometimes yeah. be like, oh yeah, well, you know, whoever's Rose quotient is this. And I'll try to like inject yeah. bachelor shit into these sports conversations and it never works. Well, fighting the good fight. Feminist king. Bachelor <laughs> quiz. <Sure>. Um, <laughs> this week, one of those guys out of the fucking blue texted me this. My mom is watching Bachelor. I explained PTC to her and now she's using the term. <laughs> this then unfolds a giant... Yes cascade of text messages i say oh that's incredible and he goes is this woman's arm her ptc or does she have an additional ptc and i go arm question mark are you talking about sarah heron in season 17 from 2013 if you are then you have to keep watching until the group date where the producers make her play a full game of roller derby even though uh she clearly is having trouble skating one of the most brutal force violence group dates in history And then I just start spewing everything about that season, its importance in the history of Bachelor, et cetera, et cetera. Uh And is he sending this to his mom? No, we we engage in like a little conversation about it. And this is a guy, all all of these guys, I've been trying to drag him into the pit since 2020. We started that D&D game at Mm -hmm. the beginning of the pandemic when we were all like locked in our houses and stuff. And finally, he it, it's worked. Like he understands PTC. He's fucking telling his you mom what a PTC down. is. You got one. I got a guy that I didn't even think I drug into the pit to drag his mother into the pit. It was beautiful. It was a great Christmas gift. I love that. Drag a whole golden generation in. It has. <laughs> yeah, it totally has. I agree. I, I mean, this is actually, I meant to be a scream also, but I <laughs> was leaving my friend's house and her dad came over and he was like, you watching, you doing Golden Bachelor? I was like, of course. So like, and we were talking about what it what it means. He's like, at that age, you're either looking for a purse or a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and I had never heard this phrase before, and I laughed very hard. <laughs> I've never heard it either. It's great. 
golden generation is now connecting with me about Bachelor. Yeah, exactly. We are we're opening it up to a, a whole new generation. And uh, those are our screams, but we do have one more scream to play, as you know, from time to time, aka every week. On this program, we also play screams from the pit that are not issued by Pace Case or myself. And if you want to submit your own screams, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses, join us on the bottom of the pit, get on our Discord, and you can fire off a one-minute or shorter audio clip of your scream and any kind of media that may support uh, your scream. In this case, we've got some pictures that come with this one, sometimes videos, what have you. Uh, but let's listen to the scream sent to us from Gabby underscore not underscore Wendy. And uh, then we can also describe these pictures, which I believe are somehow in support of the scream. Here we go. Hi, Pitt. I have been an avid Gore fan since season 25 of The Bachelor and have delved deep into the Gore universe, indulging in every back catalog episode, Clues Corner, and Pace Case Palapa, even expanding my fandom to include the necessary conversation, Doozy, and HBO Lacks. Of course, my paramour has been adjacently dragged into the pit because of my obsession and strong parasocial relationships with Pace Case and Bachelor Clues. Much to my surprise on my wedding morning, my husband sends me a video. I open it up and it's a video of Bachelor Clues wishing me a happy wedding day and telling me that my soon-to-be husband is 4TRR and that his LL4 is genuine. My shy-style husband went out of his comfort zone to DM Clues, asking him for a video to give me a taste of the pit on our big day and give me a Clues blessing. To top it all off, we honeymooned in Fiji at the resort Charity Lawson's Fantasy Suites took place. We touched hallowed grounds from a sacred season of our beloved game. Opto 2023 indeed. The pit surely does provide. Thank you to Clues for your multiple attempts at the video. And thank you to Gore for getting me through so many weeks. I can't wait to grow old with you guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like that was a wedding vow to us. Yes, indeed. And, and accompanying beautiful. this are we have pictures of Charity Lawson on the in a people exclusive photo standing on the beach where she was. And then we have a picture of Gabby underscore not Wendy uh, standing on the exact same beach. Absolutely fantastic. Love to see that. And it was my pleasure uh, to do this video. I remember getting the DM from your husband, or I guess husband now. And uh, of course, I was happy to oblige. Happy to be a part of anything like that for anyone. And we wish you guys nothing but all the blessings and success of a... Mm-hmm. Charity and Dotton, do we dare say? Will they be a relationship that lasts? Of uh, Trista and Ryan. Um. <laughs> yeah, of a Trista and Ryan, the poet laureate, or of a Goldini and Catherine Giudici, the most successful bachelor of all time, perhaps. I love how many romantic screams we're getting. The pit is very romantic. It's very sweet and for TRR. Our beloved game is nothing if not a game of romance. But thank you again, uh, Gabby, not Wendy. And thank you to everybody who has joined us for 2023, Opto 2023. It has been a wild ass ride. There is no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. And I think 2024 is going to be, I mean, look, every year that we continue to do this gets crazier and crazier in terms mm -hmm. of our integration into having some influence over this show. And I think 2024 is, is going to be the best yet. The Bachelor taking over my entire life. You know what? Et cetera. I know that it there was a shift. Like certainly when we started doing this podcast, it became a little more uh, a piece of our lives, shall we say, than when we would just get together and kind of casually watch and make memes and stuff. But <laughs> if I really look back on it and I'm like, no, I think it started taking over my life when I started making the memes. 
which was like years before we did the podcast. Because I was literally doing something every day in service of this. Absolutely. My blog was insanity. And that was all, you know, unpaid hobby. (laughs) But every day, many hours. I think our lives have been deep and dark in this pit for a while. And uh, we just started talking about Mm -hmm. it three and a half years ago is basically what it was. Yeah, just started sharing (laughs) it with others. Exactly. (laughs) Wondering if anybody else was afflicted in the same way we were. And indeed, there are many people who are. So we we sincerely cannot Mm -hmm. thank you enough for joining us on this journey of Game of Roses. And like I said, we got some big stuff planned in 2024, that January 5th episode. Mm -hmm. Just get ready. You ain't going to believe it. Or maybe Mm -hmm. you will. I believe it. I believe it. You know, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Had to. <laughs> Your uh, another another Bachelor Clues prediction has come true. Indeed, it has. So stick around, January fifth. Yeah, thank you, everyone. It's just the the community of the pit is so lovely and wonderful, and we've had so many people who we interview from the show tell us that the community that our community has been really kind to them and so that is like a really nice thing to hear absolutely and um we will have some new episodes also coming out over the course of these next two weeks even though we're taking them off we have another questions episode a question grab bag coming out next week and uh stick around for all that and i'm going to be in clues corner still doing some um squid game challenge and the golden wedding so Please join me for that. And before we go, as always, what is that Dwabat? It's been 7,942 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us and then 